want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Woo-hoo! Big bet for a big man! Sure you don't want to save a few bucks for the buffet? Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast, part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now, to the fabulous Big Bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet? And we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. You got lucky there. Yep, it was luck. So, that's it then. Hmm? Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. I feel so unsatisfied. It's Hate Brand Goods. That's uh, my company. That is what we've started. I hope you guys have checked it out. If you want to go over to the hate.com, hate for me means it's about self-improvement. It's this self-motivation through self-loathing, this this bit of loathing of not tolerating your own bullshit, that little voice that says today's good enough or what we did's fine or no one's going to know that I'm taking today off. Like, fuck all that, man. I know. Like, I hold that standard. I'm accountable to me. And that's it. That's why I chase goals. I do it because of me. I don't do it because of what someone else is going to think of it or what someone else's approval is. And it's about holding yourself to that. The rest of that motivation can fade, but as long as you're in control of being able to make you do the shit you want to do, you're golden, man. So head over to the hate.com, use code and save yourself some cash. What's happening, guys? Happy Thursday and welcome to the fabulous Big Bet Week 4 Big Bet Preview with Dr. Kyle and me. My name is Memphis. You can follow me on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. And you know this man. You know him. He's, he's worldwide. He's international. I'm a killer. I'm the dirtiest player in the game. I know one thing. Win at all costs. Dr. Kyle, man, what's going on? I got something for you, Memphis. Oh, is, that, is that right? <laughs> yeah. You recognize that little ditty by Stevie Ray Vaughan? Uh, it, it sound, it, it, I, I, first of all, if for those not watching on YouTube or Twitter Periscope, that's Dr. Kyle playing the guitar. I would have always, I would have always thought of thought of you as more of like a skin flute kind of guy, but. You know, it, it, it bees that way sometimes. So that's Dr. Kyle from his palatial apartment in New York City, Hell's Kitchen, if you want to get close to uh, where my man lives. And if you're watching this live on Wednesday night, you're going to get the best of the number. So if you're listening to this Thursday, if the number moves, you may not get the best of the number. There was a couple of numbers last week that me and Dr. Kyle got the best of it. you got to get over there. We know you play fantasy football. We know you play DFS. We know you play Dynasty. You gotta go to Dynasty Warzone on YouTube. Subscribe. Turn the notifications on. Leave us a little thumbs up. Thumbs up, Buttercup. Hook me and Dr. Kyle up with a thumbs up on the old gambling pod here. And then when you're subscribed, you'll get waiver wire sniping on Saturdays with the other Kyle, the good Kyle. 
Kyle from the Fantasy Football Smackdown. You'll get this Kyle, the, the Dr. Kyle. You'll get Dr. Kyle and his, well, what do you call that? Well, your, your injury report? Yeah, I've been calling it the injury wrap. Uh, you know, because it, it's not, not RAP, WRAP. Um, just because, you know, and if it's it, the it, wrong we're talking injury. about what happened over the, the past week um, with, you know, options here and there. But. And, and, you know, if it's the wrong injury, it could be RIP. See what I did there? Bingo. We had see a what I did there? I, I, we, we didn't even plan AJ this. AJ Hamler, RIP, James White. Yeah. RIP. It's, 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 it's been a rough week with injuries. We're going to jump into that here in just a second. But uh, do you have a gambling tip for these people this week? Anything? Anything come to mind? Because, you know, I'm starting to think, I'll ask you before you give them a tip. Yeah, are we the one, sharp? Are we the sharpest square guys out there, or are we the squarest sharp guys out there? I haven't determined. Now, with the glasses, you look like the sharpest square guy out there. I'll be honest. You look great. Yeah. I'm, I mean, L7 weenie certified over here. Um, that's a good question. It depends. I, I, I don't think it's... Oh, it's fluid. I think some some days we're a little bit sharper squares, and some days we're a little bit square sharp. I mean, week one I was a square square, uh, but I'm I've distanced myself from that. I think. Um, you want my advice now, or my yeah, thoughts? absolutely. I had a question right, and I wanted some advice. What, what do you want from me? Yeah, so so here's where my head was a lot this week, um, and it was thinking about momentum and what what these teams or players of teams, coaches of teams what they've gone through in the previous weeks from almost like an emotional standpoint um, coming into this week. And it, you know, it came up because of some of the other pods I listened to and it's, you know, Vegas is sharper than we are. So the lines are generally pretty good, but what could Vegas be missing if they're missing something? I think it's that sort of intangible, uh, something you can't necessarily quantify. And then on top of that, you know, I was working with uh, an NFL player, a free agent this week, and he's telling we were talking about when he used to play in Detroit and the year he was in Detroit, they lost twice on Hail Marys. One was against the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. And I don't know the other one, but, you know, asking him about or or he volunteered the, the week after each of those devastating losses, they got absolutely walloped. Now, that's not to say that that happens every time, but the, uh, it, it leads me to believe that there's definitely some truth to that, that like the air in the locker room and the 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 practice and facilities uh, can really be different after that. So that's, that's what I'm thinking about right now. You know, I, we're going to get into the bet recap here in just a moment, but mine is, you know, don't always chase overs. You know, it's a very square move to always chase overs. And last week, 11 out of 16 games went under. So 11 and five on the under last week, of course, the one that I had under went over, we're going to discuss that in a minute, but I think a lot of these numbers get inflated. And I think there's, remember last year, we kind of got hot toward the back half of the season, and we were hitting a lot more over-unders than we were sides and totals. So mm-hmm. we're going to jump into that. Let's, let's go ahead and move into our recap. And the, the recap of last week's game. So I hit my big bet. I had a teaser last week. I had a two-team teaser. We teased Carolina down from minus eight to minus two, and we teased the Cardinals down from minus seven and a half down to minus one and a half. Both legs of that teaser came in. So for me, on the season, I came uh, two and one now through three weeks, two and one on my big bet, 
And uh, what was your big bet? You were looks like you had, I believe, it was Washington. I went, uh, Detroit Baltimore over forty nine and a half. Womp womp. What a ugly game. Yeah. Horrible. Now I I, I yep. can't complain too bad about that game. Uh, I will give you my survivor pick at the end of the show. But uh, our boy Fez at Fezic Sports, you know, he tweeted out. He's like, if you had Baltimore and you just advance in your su- survivor pool, there's a good chance you should win the money because there's no way you should be here. You're on a free roll right now if you had Baltimore, and they they luck boxed out of that. So you're one and two. I'm yeah. I'm two and one. So combined on the season for our best bets, we're three and three. And some of your other bets, we'll just recap yours. You had the Bears and the Brownies under, under 46. Yep. That was an ugly, ugly game. The Chargers and the Chiefs, you had the Chargers plus six and a hook. You didn't need it. Um, Chargers won outright. That was a big one. You had Atlanta and the Giants over. You know, I didn't hate that. You know, I'm not saying that's a square over. But Atlanta's yeah. got a, on paper, has a good offense. We'll talk about that right. in the body of the show as well. And we both had the Raiders lay in four. So which one of these do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about your victory laps or you want to talk about because on the season you are ten and eleven. You are ten and eleven on your big bets on the year. Uh talk to me. My my likes. Um I mean yeah, I'll take the quick victory laps, but you know, Bears and Browns was the one that I that we we were like talking about that off the air after because I only had four. And that was one that just like very, you know, okay, Browns, rookie quarterback, you know, injured wide receivers. Let's just go under there. That's going to be an ugly game. Browns are going to get in, get out with uh, the running game and and give Justin Fields trouble. And they did all that. So that was great. Easy. Um, and then, you know, we were joking at the beginning of last week. Um, I was like, well, the week before I was very square. So I'm going to be not square this week and I'm going to do – something sharp, I think, and take the Chargers getting the points. Um, and, you know, the Chargers, the, the Chargers look like the real deal. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to run into at some point, but they uh, they clearly, I think, can beat anybody. Maybe maybe there's something wrong in Kansas City. Um, but then, you know, the I took I took overs, but I took what I thought were lower overs uh, that felt like you know, I think the Giants' defense is overrated. I thought maybe their offense is a little underrated going into an Atlanta or at home against Atlanta, um, who really hasn't stopped anybody yet. So over 47 and a half felt pretty realistic there. And then, you know, Raiders, four, we're off by a point. Don't hate it, but maybe maybe Jacoby Brissett wasn't a downgrade from Tua. Um, well, that was the thing. That's what that we the, missed. The, the number really didn't move. Now, we took it in four. It closed at three, three and a half, depending on where, where you got your number. So if you get the best of the line, we got to do this on Wednesday for you guys. We record Wednesday night for a Thursday pod. Had you got the best of this number, you actually would have gotten a push. We're going to take it as an official loss on our record because when we gave it out, it was a four. For me, it was, just, it was deja vu all over again. It was the week before I had Seattle at home, up a touchdown, late in the fourth, and for some inexplicable reason, they let a team drive the length of the field, get the touchdown, get the two-point conversion, and force overtime, which I'm, I'm glad in both cases they fo- they forced the two-point conversion because that at least allowed me to maybe get like a Henry Ruggs Hail Mary. And, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the Raiders, that, so at least that was... Yeah, the, like that's why it was, it wasn't a bad... That was, it was, that was close. It, it, it just it just sucked to feel like you're counting the money, right? Yeah. It's it's twenty five uh, seventeen or whatever it was, and it feels good, you know. It's late, and then they let a Jacoby Meyer 
lead team drive the in your backyard. Inexplicable to me, but you know that was one of my losses. I also had San Francisco. That was a uh, that was your first official crossfire against me. It's, Hence it's, why I came in with crossfire by Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, is that what that was? So good That's for what you. That was. I had San Francisco. I was never going to win that game. I don't no. believe they were ever up in a position to where three felt like a safe number. Uh, you got me there. Uh, and then the one, so I had I had my teaser that won, Carolina and the Cardinals, and I had my second teaser. I teased the Browns down to minus one, no problem. Teased the Chiefs down to half a point. I thought that would be a close game. It was a close game down to the end. I never in a million years, because, you know, we've been conditioned to see the Chargers with bad head coaches, not analytically based head coaches, not gambling head coaches, that go for it, and they did. And good for them. They, they got the touchdown. And they beat the Chiefs, but that killed that teaser leg, which killed that bet. So I, you know, so so here's the thing, Doctor Kyle. You know, one week, you know, the week two, you're four and one. You know, you're sitting around, you got your chest puffed out, and you're something like this. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh yeah. You know, then you go into week three. You're coming off a of four and one, and then you go one and four, and you're thinking about football, and you're like, you're looking at your bankroll, and you're like. Stupid the fucking game. <laughs> you, 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 you just wonder what the hell is going on. So for, for me, I am nine and six on the season. You're 10 and 11 combined. We're 19 and 17. So we're still profitable on our bets. Um, we will touch on our light, on our leans real quick. You leaned a teaser, Buffalo and the Rams. You mm-hmm. easily got those in. You yep. had the, you had the Bengals and the Steelers under 44. Pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Then you had the crossfire. You had yep. the Packers plus the three and a half. So you swept. You swept. You drove your season number on leans to nine and six. Look at you go. Yeah. Bet, bet my leans and not my likes, folks. Yeah, it, it, exactly. And then I leaned Detroit plus the nine. And I leaned the Vikings. Uh, Detroit should have won outright. The Vikings did win outright. So on our leans, we're 14 and 10 on the season. So overall, not not doing too bad. Uh, if we were professional gamblers betting all these, we'd be barely profitable. You know, 53% would have us real close to the money. And we're going to help you make some more money as soon as we talk about our sponsor, Manscaped. So, you know, Halloween's coming up, Kyle, right? Oh, yeah. You're, you're a married guy. I'm a married guy. Um, mm-hmm. But, dude, Halloween is a bachelor. Is, is there a better holiday for a bachelor than Halloween? <laughs> Sex, Sexy nurses. Sexy witches. I mean, seriously. And the last thing you want Probably you not. want to do is have the night go right. You drop your trousers, and the only werewolf she sees is in your pants. Clean clean that thing up. Nobody wants to go face to face with a button on a fur coat. Nobody wants to do it. But here's the thing: you got to have the right tools to take care of your jewels. You don't put on one of them Freddy Krueger gimmick gloves and start whacking away like you're you're chopping hay down there. You want to use something nice. You want to use something with cut-proof technology so that when it is time to ring in the witching hour, you, you don't embarrass yourself by not having your package up to speed. And how can you do that? Do what two million other guys have done. Two million other men worldwide have went to manscaped.com and they've cleaned up their junk. So what do you do? You go to manscaped.com. If you're watching on YouTube, you see the little crawled, crawling across the bottom. And you simply use the promo code ZONE. It'll save you 20% off whatever you buy. 
and it will get it shipped to your house for free. My shipping, I didn't pay for express shipping. It took me about three days to get my stuff. It's perfect. It's perfect. And that includes a weekend. Are you kidding me? Manscaped.com promo code zone. Don't have the scariest thing about your Halloween party being in your trousers and not in a bad way. Plus, it's October. You know, I'm sure you and Mrs. Kyle, you guys are going to head up to like the Boston area and New England and look at the leaves change on like your 38th vacation of the year. Do you really want to know what we're doing for Halloween? Uh, go ahead. Does it involve Manscaped and your balls? I hope it does. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll trim up. Congratulations oh. on the sex, by the way. <laughs> uh, well, for, for starters, we're going on vacation tomorrow uh, for our 37th vacation of the year. But Halloween... We're going to be in Brooklyn dressed up as – actually, no, it's going to be a surprise. But think uh, Nightmare Before Christmas at a concert. No big deal. Okay. So but so, but do you do you want the night to go right and, and, and just have it go all wrong when you take off your Nightmare Before Christmas costume? Memphis, I'm married. I always want it to go right. When you get your shot, you get your shot. So yeah. you're, you're going to make sure that when your shot – when your time on the clock comes up – you're gonna when I'm have, called when I'm called up to the plate. You're ready to perform. You're, you're ready to perform because you went to manscaped.com. You use promo code Zone. They shipped it right there to Hell's Kitchen for you. And, and I'll I'll give you a word of testimonial. Ritualistically shaved my testicles. There really is nothing like a shorn scrotum. It's breathtaking. I suggest you try it. If you can't take that dude's word for it, whose word would you take for it? So anyway, manscaped.com, promo code zone. Get your junk. Get your junk bits taken care of. All right, Dr. Kyle, let's get down to business. Let's uh, let's start with leans this week. Let's let's drink some lean, get lean, and let's talk lean. All right? Let's get lean. First lean, uh, let's, let's go game by game. We both have nothing on Jacksonville, Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati getting seven and a hook at home, total of 45. I believe this is a, no, it was last year. It was, was this a repeat of last year? Mm, I don't know. I, I feel like this was, I feel like this was the Thursday night game where James Robinson went bananas and had a huge game. But anyway, I have nothing on yeah. this. Um, yeah, me neither. I mean, you're talking about two of the worst coaches in the, in the NFL, Urban Meyer, Zach Taylor. You think I'm going to put my hard-earned money? If I had to lean, I'm not. So this is not a lean. It's not going on my record. It would be Cincinnati plus the points. I'm sorry, it would be Cincinnati minus the points. But I would at least wait till it got down to like seven. Maybe yeah. you, maybe you, if you like Cincinnati to win at home, maybe you could use it as a teaser leg. You could t- tease it down to one and a half, something. I don't know, but I'm not. I have nothing. Uh, this I, don't, next, I don't trust the Thursday games. Let's get to the other games that we have nothing on. Houston, uh, Houston going to Buffalo. Buffalo laying sixteen at home, total of forty-eight. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not laying sixteen. Fuck out of here with sixteen. Hell no. I mean that Houston team's scrappy. Ten days rest. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think that Buffalo doesn't not win this game, but I'm not in the business of laying sixteen points. But I no, also that's, don't. That's trust. an implied point total of sixteen points for Houston. That's. That's and so that, sad. And you know what? That the Buffalo defense is pretty good. Yeah. But you know what? That's a, quarterback. that's a scrappy Houston team that plays hard yep. for their head coach. And I believe that's the only other game that we don't have uh any thoughts on in some form or fashion. So let's oh, just good. jump let's just jump into our first lean. Um Cleveland going to Minnesota. 
a good friend of the show and a gentleman I spent some time with in Canton, Mr. Mr. Rich Dotson of the Dynasty Nerd, said he's going to this game. And his Cleveland Browns uh, are laying two points, but the over-under is currently 51 and a half, and you've got something on that total. Yeah, um, this is probably, uh, I don't know. You tell me if this is square or not, but uh, I like the over here. Uh, Minnesota is scoring points on everybody. They're home, so we don't have to worry about the weather. And Cleveland's putting up 25-plus points in every game. Um, I know, and uh, we've, I've already seen the line move, um, so that's why I said like I like the over. It's at 51 and a half. 51, I believe, is a, a bit of a key number uh, for a total, like 27, 24. Um, but uh, I, I think there's a chance it gets down to 51 or 50 and a half. So I think I'm I'm not going to grab it at 51 and a half, and I'm going to wait and see if it gets if it gets uh, if if people are playing the under. I don't know. Like they, people probably just saw that Minnesota held Seattle to a certain number of points and Cleveland held Chicago to, you know, a yard. So they're probably thinking it's going to be a little bit more of a, you know, a, a chess match than I think it, I think it leans shootout. Um, you know, Cleveland's still got Chubb and Hunt in the backfield looking great. And uh, Baker, even without Jarvis Landry, like Odell Beckham came back and some people say it's the best he's looked uh, in Cleveland. So uh, like over and waiting until it hits 51 or 50 and a half. Yeah, 51's a key number in the NFL in 2021. It used to be 37 and 41, but now 51's one of those key numbers. You know, think about 24-21. Or it's going to be 27-24. That's 51. You know, if you want to go under, you know, that's the number. If you're going to go over, you want to wait till you get to 51. That gives you that opportunity for a push type range. For me, my lean's to Minnesota. You know, I, I think the optics, uh, the, the, what the public just seen, first of all, Cleveland's becoming a very public team. They're winning. And, you know, uh, what, what's the old saying? Success has a thousand fathers, but failure's an orphan. You know, Cleveland's doing well, and they're a, they're a Super Bowl contender. But, man, they gave up 21 points at home to Houston, and they gave up 33 points on the road to Kansas City. And I don't think Kansas City's offense has looked that great. So, for me... I get a, a white-hot Kirk Cousins. There is some concerns about the offensive line in Houston. I think if I got three with Minnesota at home, I may pull the trigger. But for now, it is just a lean. Um, now, on this next game, uh, let's try to stick to leans. You know what? We can't. Be, well, we have one other game we can cover from a lead, and that's Detroit at uh, at Chicago. I said you could consider Detroit as a teaser leg if you wanted to. There's a lot of teasers on this on this week's slate. I thought you could tease Detroit up from minus three to minus nine. Get that same number that Baltimore was laying them. I think Detroit, no matter what the outcome is, is going to be feisty. I don't see the Bears beating anybody by nine, even at home. So regardless of the quarterback, uh, you know Detroit. I don't think they've been beat by nine. They did. They got beat by nine by the Packers. It started raining. Jared Goff couldn't hold on to the damn football. And they uh, let the Packers end up covering. But this is a Detroit team that's going to fight. And yep. I don't see Dan, a Dan Campbell-led team getting their ass whipped by uh, by the Bears. So if I was going to consider anything with the, the Lions, I would consider them teasing them up to nine. So we got that. Oh and uh, I think, I, think I, I was looking at, you know, uh, 
historical uh, numbers against the spread or straight up at home, blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, and I think I, I saw like Chicago in the last two years at home against the spread, not good. So they're un, they underperform at home. Um, the only thing that makes me nervous about Detroit is if that loss in the last seconds game winning field goal, uh, record long from Justin Tucker. If that was so devastating that they just you know can't get out of a funk from that, that was my only concern. But I think Dan Campbell is the the type of personality and culture builder of a coach that that I think they will. Um, so I like your lean there. All right. Well, we're just going to keep it with the leans, and then we'll uh, we'll jump into the. I, I do lean the over in the Colts and Miami game. Both of these teams are some of the the Colts are the fourth least penalized team in the NFL. So teams that don't get penalized, what do they do? They extend drives. They keep the ball going. Uh, And Miami is not very good on defense. They've allowed the the 23rd most points. The Colts have allowed the 22nd most points. So both of them are in the bottom third of points allowed in the league. Um, Both of these teams are really good at forcing turnovers. Indy's in the top five. They're number four in turnover percentage. And the Dolphins are number nine in turnover percentage. And it's not like Jacoby Brissett and Carson Wentz don't have a, uh, the opportunity to turn the ball over. So when you have a, a couple of middle-of-the-road, middle somewhat struggling defenses, a couple of quarterbacks that you could see putting the ball in the opposition's hands, uh, that's how I got burned in the Dallas-Philadelphia game on Monday night. You know, I was watching that, that Dallas game, and... Uh, I'm still working as an assistant coach on my son's baseball team. So we got home. By the time we got everything put away and got some showers and I turned the game on, it was like four minutes into the first quarter and Dallas was already up seven to nothing. I was like, <laughs> you've, got, you've got to be shitting me. So like the, the very first series, Philadelphia, um, three and out, they punt to Dallas, they're backed up on the goal line, and then Dak fumbles in the end zone and Philadelphia recovers. I was like, here we go. And then they kept it close the whole time. That's kind of how I feel this Colts and Miami game. So that's why I would lean the over. I think turnovers, uh, some pretty decently coached teams would keep the the turnovers down a little bit. Not the turnovers, excuse me. The penalties down, keep some drives going. You know, that's like a 21-24 type score. And I feel like that's very possible to get that over. So that's my lean. My lean's over the 43. Uh, And I mentioned a teaser leg. I would also consider teasing Kansas City. They're going to Philadelphia. They're laying seven. If I could tease Kansas City down to laying one as part of any teaser leg, that would be a teaser. And then uh, the L.A. Chargers. The L.A. Chargers are laying three at home to the Raiders. And, you know, I would consider this if I could get L.A. minus two and a half. You know, I think the worst case scenario at three is you may get a push, but I don't want to push. I want to win. So if I can get it minus two and a hook, I may do that. But those are my leans. Uh, you have some leans. Let's wrap those up, and then uh, we'll get yeah. into some bets. Um, yeah, so I like uh, I like Carolina. Or I, I lean Carolina. I like my lean of Carolina plus four. Um, you know, I was, I was thinking about this one a bit because I, you know, Me- Memphis got his numbers on the spreadsheet before I did. And I was like, let's, let's think about this Carolina-Dallas matchup. Dallas, super public, but coming off of what – like I, I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas is still celebrating that win over Philadelphia today. So that's a Monday night game. So Dallas is going to be on short rest. Carolina played last Thursday. They're going to be on long rest. Um, and I'm still not sold. Like even though Mike McCarthy has come out on top the past few games in each game, there has been some odd 
coaching decisions. Uh, you know, not not calling timeout uh, when the Eagles were punting on fourth down with like 35 seconds left at the end of the half. Like, why not give Dak Prescott the ball back and just pummel the Eagles? Um, so I I don't even know if the Cowboys have the co- coaching advantage here. You know, I, I like the Cowboys' offense better, but you know, Carolina's defense—they they have a strong defensive line. Uh, they've been able to move the ball downfield with Darnold's weapons. You know, no CMC, so that hurts. Um, but that's probably, you know, that's already baked into this price. Uh, so, you know, since it it's four, you know, four, you know, we're, we're above three. Three is that key number. Um, so I like Carolina plus four on the road in Dallas. All right. Not, not too bad. Um, that was one that was a lean. And you also had a lean to Green Bay. They're mm-hmm. laying six and a half at home. And you're leaning to Tampa Bay, laying seven on the road. And then yep. you're leaning Chargers as well. You don't mind leaning the, the three. Uh, you want to elaborate on Green Bay, Tampa Bay, or the Chargers before we uh, shift this over to the bets? Uh, I'll lean, uh, so Green Bay, um, you know, they just come off a big win in San Francisco. I think I think this team just took a little bit to get the wheels moving on offense. Um, and Green Bay is 13-7 and seven against the spread with home field since uh, 2019. So, they have a true, true home field. Um, and I just think there's just something wrong with the Steelers that I don't think is going to be fixed in a week. They are, you know, if TJ, TJ Watt getting back, that's pro- maybe coming back. That could be key to this game. Um, you know, that's why I don't love it. You know, six and a half. If it gets down to six, I'll, you know, then I'll, I'll likely bet it. Um, but I, I don't know if it will. I just, you know, the, the Steelers, like Big Ben looks so bad. The offensive line looks so bad. And the injuries are piling up on offense. Deontay Johnson missed last week. Juju got injured. Um, you know, I don't think you can just dump off the ball to Najee 15 times a game and expect it to win you any games, especially when you're going up against, you know, a Hall of Fame quarterback who's, uh, who's feeling good. Um, so I lean Green Bay. And then Tampa Bay, um, you know, seven's a big number. But you want to talk about motivation. I think this might be the highest motivation game for Tom Brady in his whole damn career. And I know you're probably thinking, well, isn't it a, a high motivation game for Belichick too? And I think it is, but I just think that Belichick's motivation to win this game uh, will not bleed into the 53 guys that are dressing as much as Tom Brady's. Like I like Tom Brady, just he has this aura about him with the, the Bucks that I think that every Bucks player is going into New England looking for blood. Um, so I, I just see... Like Tampa Bay is going to lay it on, you know, and, you know, the the offensive line in New England has not been good. So I think we're going to see the uh, the the Bucks, the defensive line feast, uh, give Mac Jones, you know, a rookie quarterback who struggled last week. I think he's going to struggle again this week. Um, So lean Tampa Bay. Rookie quarterbacks are one. I believe it's one and nine or one and ten, and the one win came in rookie on rookie violence. It's huh. when Mac Jones beat Zach Wilson. So the rookies have struggled mightily this year. Um, but that takes care of our leans. So we're going to jump into our first big bet. We'll just uh, ping pong these back and forth. We'll go with our straight bets first. Uh, I have two teasers. It looks like uh, you have at least one, if not two teasers. So we'll jump into these in just a second. Uh, my first bet is I'm going to go old school homer pick, and I'm going to take the Colts on the road plus the two. Now, so, so here's the thing. 
I'm looking at this Miami offense, and I get that the Colts have not looked good on offense themselves, but Miami is 30th in points scored. They're 31st in yards per play. This is a key metric per Vegas yards per play. 28th in first downs allowed. 29th in passing yards. This is their offense. I'm sorry. They're 29th in passing yards created. 32nd in passing TDs. 26th in rushing attempts. Hey, 23rd in rushing yards. And we found what they're good at. And 15th in rushing yards. How is this team laying points to a team at home? If you want, if, if it, this tells me that if you're given two to two and a half for home field advantage, that tells me that the bookies right now think the, the Dolphins are four to four and a half points better than the Colts. I don't see it. I think they got lucky. They got a Damian Harris fumble that allowed them to get the to get the go ahead touchdown against New England. They got gut stomped by the Buffalo Bills. They did show some fight against the Raiders, but now they they you know they they've got to return home and facing an indie team that needs a win badly. So for me, I'm going to go with the slightly slightly better offense and I'm going to take the Colts. I'm going to take the 2. And uh, the Colts have been a pretty good covering team. They didn't cover last week, but uh, they did cover against the Rams. So, uh, any thoughts on Indy plus two? You leaned uh, nothing. You had nothing on this game. So, give us your uh, your first bet. Uh, first bet, I'll go. I'll go with. Uh, oh yeah. So, Atlanta, Washington, under forty seven. Um, I I just. There's nothing really exciting with either of these teams. Um, you know, I feel like Washington, I don't know, this one, this one I sort of just looked at. And I was like, that number feels five points high to me. Yeah, it really exactly. Feels, it feels like 40, like, like you really think Detroit and Chicago are going to score five points less than Atlanta and Washington? Yeah. What have you seen out of Atlanta's offense, or what have you seen out of Washington's no. offense that just makes Washington you think occasionally this is... a play here or there? But yeah, exactly. Like Atlanta, you know, couldn't do anything really against the crappy Giants defense last week. Ah, like just... as a comparison, I get New England and Tampa Bay. You know, they're forty nine. They're in the same range. The Buffalo Bills and Houston, they're at forty eight. I, I kind of get that because one of those teams can score thirty one or yeah. thirty five. But I don't see either one of these teams being capable of carrying that much of the load. I see this very similar to what Atlanta did last week, and it being, you know, 17, 14, 21, 18. I, I, I got to say I'm somewhat, yeah. in agree- I'm somewhat in agreement. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that, that's really all I got that for, for that one. It wasn't, you know, not, not a lot of research done on it. It just, you know, it, you talk about how, you know, you look at the matchups without the numbers, and if I looked at that one without the numbers, I wasn't picking 47 as the total. So that just felt like I'm going to grab that one before it moves. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to hit you with two bets at once because they're on the same game. So for me, I am going the Carolina Panthers, and I am going taking the four points. It was four and a half. You know, Dallas is a super. I don't know that there is a more public team out there than the Carolina Panthers. But Carolina, I mean, you can say what they want. They've played, they've played some tomato cans. They beat the Jets. They beat the, the Houston Texans, and I understand that. But they also didn't just beat. They beat the dog shit out of the Saints. The same Saints that lit the Green Bay Packers up, beat them by 30-plus points. Then the same Saints that went into Foxborough and built, beat Bill Belichick and the Patriots. 
So the the competition's not been great, but I'm really impressed by Carolina. And let me tell you some of their defensive numbers because this is this is pretty mind blowing. They're number one in rushing yards allowed. They've given up 135 rushing yards total. By the way, don't put Zeke in any DFS lineups. Write that down. They are number one in passing yards allowed on the season, 438. You know, Dak's not exactly been setting the world on fire with passing already. They've been playing. I could see this being, and both these teams play ball control. The Carolina Panthers are number two in points allowed. They've given up 30 total points. They're number one in sacks, number one in quarterback knockdowns, number two in hurries, number one in pressures. Are you kidding me? The only thing that even gives me the slightest bit of pause, the slightest bit of pause, is that the uh, Cowboys have forced the most turnovers in the league with eight. But these teams are both tied with uh, the, the Panthers are tied for the third fewest turnovers in the league with only two on the season. And the Cowboys are tied for 11th with only giving up three. So these teams are going to take care of the ball. They both play ball control. That's how their defenses have played well. They're not in these shootouts. I think the number's inflated. I'm going under the 50 and a half. And I think Carolina's the better team. Dallas has played okay. uh, But they beat a bad Philly team. They got a lot of calls that went their way in the game against L.A. on the road. A couple of pretty egregious calls, but I'm not one to pick on officiating. I'm just going to pick on this number. I'm going to take Carolina plus the four on the road. Worst case scenario, this is a field goal game. Love the under. So two bets on this game, under 50 and a half, under Carolina, excuse me, and then Carolina plus the four. I know you had the four on a lean. Yeah, no, that's all, that's all good stuff. Yeah, the, the, you know, looking at, it's like we're almost, usually it's a 16 game season or has been in the past. So it's like we're at the end of this first quarter of the season. And I feel like I want this this last week of that first quarter as like the last data point because I feel like there's so many games this week that are going to really tell us where teams are. Um, and, we'll, you know, we'll, we won't have this like this big variance of how we feel about teams. It'll have evened itself out. Um, but, no, that's good stuff. All right, man. Well, uh, you you can go uh, – let's go with back-to-back of yours. So you've got uh... – a. So you've got one bet down. You've uh, you've got two more. So give us two. Give us a couple of them. Okay, I'll go. Uh, I'll talk my my teaser uh, first. I've got uh, one leg of the teaser is I'm going to tease New Orleans to one. Uh, they have the Giants coming into New Orleans. I don't really think I have to say much more than that. It's you know Sean Payton against Joe Judge. Joe Judge. The uh, here's an interesting stat I saw this week. The Giants per. PFI or FPI, Pro Football, uh, Pro Football Insider, whatever it was, had the easiest schedule weeks one through three, and the rest of the season they have the hardest. Um, you know, they're banged up in their wide receivers. Uh, I think Slayton and Shepard are both both going to miss the game. Holiday hasn't exactly been healthy. They're getting Ingram and Barkley healthier, but just give me Sean Payton, you know, a, a top three or four coach at home, and uh, – one point. So that, that's the, the tease is key there to one. And then I'm pairing that with uh, the Chiefs teasing them from giving seven to Philadelphia down to one as well. Um, you know, Andy Reid has been notoriously good in September up until this year. And, uh, you know, the, the Chiefs haven't covered of late. And we know that it's baked into the, the price at this point. But I just I don't see the Chiefs losing three games in a row. Um, I don't think they've lost two games in a row in a couple of years. I, I I could pull that up in a minute if I can find it. Um, 
And, you know, Philadelphia's strengths coming into the season and in, in week one and two was their offensive and defensive lines. And they have already taken major, major hits to both both sides there. And I think we really saw what that can do to them against the Cowboys on Monday night. And they'll be on short rest. So teasing New Orleans down to one and the Chiefs down to one for my like of a teaser. Uh, I, 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 I will I will say I agree with it with the Kansas City for just about everything you said, and then you you tacked on the offensive line. For me, I had not watched a lot of this Eagles team. You know, I had looked at some next gen stats. I had looked at uh, Football Outsiders. You know, and and I, my primary show, the show that we we do the it's the biggest show on the 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 channel is the Dynasty War Zone. I had been trying to stay very. Uh, fluid with Jalen Hurts because it's not a great rookie quarterback, but I actually watched the entire game and I've not watched it on the all 22, but I watched every snap of that Dallas game. Well, outside of the first four minutes, which Dallas was on, was on offense. So you didn't and miss any Jalen Hurts. Snaps. I did not. I watched every Jalen. And, and I mean, you listen to Lewis Riddick, who's a Philly guy. He's a Philly guy through and through somewhat of a Philly Homer. And he was extremely critical. And I just don't know, even with uh, a less than awesome defense right now, I don't know how a pissed off, losing two in a row, Patrick Mahomes, they can't get this, at least cover the game. I know they burnt me last week. They didn't cover the the half point I needed. I like this one. Give us one more bet, and then uh, I will give you my second to last bet of the week. Um, My other like is Rams plus four. And, you know, I have written I'm waiting because I think when you filled out the spreadsheet. You said plus four or minus four. The Rams are minus four. Minus four, minus four. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Nice try there. Yeah. That's a Jerry move if I ever saw one, by the way. (laughs) Uh, No, I still like them with that eight-point swing right there. Uh, You know, when when you pull stuff like that, when you pull stuff like that, I'm like, I I wrote this show sheet because you normally had been credit, but I was like, is he really trying to take the Rams plus four? I'm over here like this. I'm like, you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Stop it. You just didn't do it again. He's trying to copy it. Just... Like, what are you doing? Are you mocking my show sheet? You're giving yourself four? So I'm you're taking the Rams. points, and I'm going to get the Rams at minus 500. Okay. That's, that, that's one of those gimmick fan duel prop bets they try to. If anyone scores a touchdown, you get a hand job. <laughs> um, I like the Rams minus four. The line has already moved. I think it was five earlier today. So it was five and a half. It was five and a half. The the opener Sunday night already hammering Arizona. Um, And so I'm, I'm waiting on it, but I I would hit it at four, but I'm going to wait because it's already moved in the direction I want it to. Um, Historically, you want to know the last time the Cardinals beat the Rams outright was Cliff Kingsbury was probably still in uh, diapers. Uh, It was in 2017 and he was at least in Texas, like Texas A&M, maybe USC. I don't know. You know, the, the one that thing that is interesting, it looks like Arizona plays better on the road against the Rams than at home. But I, you know, like if four, like I, I think the Rams, the Rams could be number one in some teams, some people's power rankings. Um, you know, I've heard several, I I've heard several I, where they're, where they're number one. So that's not a problem. Yeah, and I, I don't love touching divisional games, but this is, you know, they're both three and oh going up against each other. But I'll tell you what, the Rams are beating up on good teams. And Arizona, like, Jacksonville lost that game last week. You know, some, like, again, Cliff Kingsbury, like, that that long field goal right before half. Like, that's a bad 
bad coach. You you make that mistake against a good team, and you're you're screwed. Um, so I get the better coach, and I get the better quarterback, and I get the better defense. And you know, it, they talk about the Rams' defense. The, the Rams' defense is interesting because it's very top heavy. You know, they basically lean on Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. So those guys are healthy. So I, th- I think it's wheels up. I think they're going to give Kyler Murray a fit, especially with that familiarity. I think the familiarity, the edge goes to the the better coach. Um, so um, I'm taking the Rams minus four. But if you want to, you know, poke around the next couple of days, because I, I don't think the Sharps will get on it until, you know, Sunday morning, probably the earliest, um, that could dip down to three and a half. I doubt it gets to three, but if it does – Smash it. Oh, smash. You, you heard the there man. It is. Uh, th- th- this is a, a bad travel spot for Arizona, in my opinion. So they've already flown from Phoenix to Tennessee for week one. Then they hosted the Vikings in what was a very high-scoring affair. Then they had to fly all the way from Phoenix to Jacksonville and back. And now they're on the road again going to L.A. And I know L.A. to Phoenix, and it's early in the season, the road travel. I think that's going to start to add up. And L.A. Yeah. L.A. is at home. Second and week in a row. It's it's second game in a row, and I, I, it's the little things. So for me, I, I am not piggybacking on that, but I can definitely see some reasons why I can support that. Uh, I'm going to hit you with another teaser before I hit you with my best bet. Uh, I'm going to take. I'm going to tease Tennessee down to minus one at the Jets. I've heard a lot of pros this week on other podcasts talking about the Jets feel like the play here. I mean, I've been the most critical of Tennessee of anybody in the world, but if Tennessee loses to the Jets, it gives me as a Colts fan all the hope in the world. So for yeah. me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tease Tennessee down to one. And then Tampa Bay, your boy Tom Brady, you lean Tampa Bay in this. I'm going to tease Tampa Bay down to minus one. You know, uh, Everybody's going to have that teaser leg this week, I think. No, no, nobody, nobody is. You're not going to sell me on the motivation factor either way. You know, you, you know. Imagine, and it's it might be hard, but imagine you've been married for 25 years to someone, and you divorce, and then you show up at your your child's wedding. Are you going to be less motivated to look in great shape, to show up with a tan, to look to be dressed well? You're both equally motivated after all that time together to show up and look your absolute best. And that's what Tom's going to do, and that's what Uncle Bill's going to do. But you know what? Tom Tom Brady's dates are going to look a lot better than Uncle Bill's. Because you know what? Tom Brady's bringing Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and Antonio Brown's off the COVID list. He's bringing Gronk back. I don't know what Gronk's touchdown prop is yet, but I would be looking if you know Gronk anytime TD probably feels like a lock. In this, if he plays, I know he had some some rib injuries, and you know you look at that defense, and then you look at Mac Jones and a bunch of dinkers and dunkers. Nah, man, th- this is easy. But you know what? Why, why make it a backdoor to where I get backdoored again? So I'm going to tease Tennessee down to one. I'm going to tease Tampa Bay down to one, and that's going to be my uh, final bet before the the big bet. What is your final bet before the big bet? My final bet. Um... And this, this, okay, I, I saved this one for last for a reason. This feels like my sharpest move today, <laughs> said the square guy. Um, my final bet is Denver, uh, first half, just have a lead at, uh, in the first half, but it's at plus 105. So Denver minus one, plus 105, first half. And here's why. So um, 
Baltimore has now come off of – so we're in week four, and Baltimore's first three games were all, like, absolute nail biters. Like, just big, big, high-energy games. Um, and I just don't think it's sustainable. I don't think they have enough tricks in their bag right now to to sustain that, especially against a very, very strong defense in Denver. Um they're on the road for the second straight week, so I think there's going to be, you know, if anything, they'll have a slow start to the game. I think we might see some some sluggishness. Um, and Denver is at home for the second straight week. And Denver, you know, I like yes, they're three and zero, and they haven't played any great teams, but they they've at least done great against these bad teams. And Teddy Bridgewater is throwing the ball downfield again. You know, they're banged up uh, on offense a little bit, but. I, I just I think that Denver can scheme up a game plan that befuddles you know Baltimore's sort of one dimensional. Granted, it's Lamar Jackson, so you don't want to bet against him. But I think the public's going to be public is probably like Baltimore getting points. Like they're you know they they're one of the best teams in the league. I'm going to take Baltimore in the points. Um, so I mean, if it gets down to a, a pick 'em for the game, I, I would probably take Denver too. There, I just think that the Denver defense is good enough to stop Lamar because it's really just Lamar. And maybe you can consider Mark Andrews in that, but I guess, you know, Hollywood Brown didn't look great last week. Sammy Watkins, it's not week one. So nobody cares about him anymore. Um, So they're just like, you know, a lot of people foresaw this coming in some way where Greg Roman has never been able to sustain these types of offenses long enough because it's like, there's no evolution to it, and it doesn't seem like there's any evolution now, and they're banged up. So, you know, I, I like my, – my last like before my big bet is Denver, minus one, first half, plus 105. All right. Well, th- this is uh, this is where we're getting good at this because uh, I've got a little segue to this. Um, this, this is one half of, of my big bet. Uh, I'm actually going to, instead of teasing someone down, I am going to tease Baltimore up. Baltimore currently getting one and a half. I'm going to tease Baltimore up to plus seven and a half. You know, uh, you know what's that, what's that lame-ass, tired-ass, broke-ass, boring-ass joke that everybody tells on Twitter when a, when a fantasy player has, like, negative three yards, gets hurt, and then exits a game? I had more fantasy points than them. You know what? You and you and I, you and I combined, and nine of our closest friends have as many wins as the teams the Broncos have played to date. They have played the zero and three Giants, the zero and three Jets, and the uh, the zero and three Jaguars. So they've not exactly beat up on a murderer's row of defense. And I just can't see Denver. Could I see Denver winning by a field goal? Sure, I could. The same way that you know Detroit kept this game close. But I just don't see Baltimore losing by a touchdown to Denver. Uh, I know that you, the kind of the way that you beat Baltimore is to get a lead. You have a good defense, kind of what Tennessee did to them in the playoffs a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think Teddy Bridgewater's that guy. I don't think Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams are that guy. They're not Derrick Henry. This is not not that type of situation. So, so I, could I see Baltimore losing this game? Sure. Absolutely, I could. Could I see Baltimore and letting Denver get margin on them? Absolutely not. So I'm going to tease Baltimore up to plus seven and a half, and I got to get that half. Because if you tie one half of your teaser, you just basically tie the bet. 
And then I'm going to tease the Green Bay Packers down. Uh, currently, it's at 6.5. I'm going to tease Green Bay down to minus a half. So Green Bay just has to win the game. And I know, uh, I know Green Bay has looked good. It was a very impressive win. So for me, this one feels uh, pretty easy. I'm going to tease Green Bay down to minus a half. Tease Baltimore up to plus 7.5. That is my big bet. Smash. So there you go, sir. You get to give us your big bet. All right. Here goes. I am going to take Seattle getting points in San Francisco. Um, Seattle has lost two games in a row. Again, like, I just don't see Seattle losing three games in a row. And I don't think San Francisco is as good as everybody has made Kyle Shannon out to be. Um, again, like he had, you know, a very simple coaching mistake that cost him potentially the game last week. And a, a bunch of teams have done it now this season by uh, taking a lead, a, a close lead at the end of the game, and then kicking it through the end zone and not taking any time off the clock and handing them the the 25-yard line spot. Um We've all, we, uh, like, I, I think of my generation probably all did this in Madden at one point where it was like, oh, I'm going to try and kick it to the one because I, I'll guarantee that, you know, you know exactly how many seconds are going off the clock. And these coaches should too. Um, and if, if you lose on, you know, kick return, that's just terrible. Like, so, it, it, you know, it's still the right decision. Um, so I think, I, I don't know. It, it's a division game. I like, I, I just, give me Russ over Jimmy G a thousand times out of a thousand. I think Pete Carroll is uh, good enough. I, I didn't see what happened in Minnesota last week. So I'm a little nervous, but Minnesota, again, like Minnesota is, they, they could be three and zero right now. Like it was sort of coin flip, some, some, some wonky stuff at the end of the game. Um, so, and I also think that maybe Seattle was looking ahead, but Seattle's and three or wait, no, they're, they're, one and two. They're in last. One in and the two. Division. They 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 beat my uh, hapless Colts. Yeah, one and two. Last in the division. Can't afford to lose. They have Los Angeles next week, so this is a must, must, must win for them. Um, so I'm taking Seattle, getting the points in what I think is going to be a, a very, very highly motivated Seattle uh, Seattle team. So the numbers we're using tonight are brought to you by DraftKings and. Uh, on DraftKings right now, this is Seattle plus three, but you're laying a dollar fifteen. You know, I, I would I would rather wait and see if you can get it at three and a half. I actually think it goes the other way. It probably goes goes closer to two and a half. Yeah. But for me, you also mentioned on there the money line. I mean, if you believe that that Seattle's going to keep it that close, you might as well just bet Seattle to win outright and take the plus yep. one thirty. Yep. That would make more you know more financial sense to me. Yep. Um, but let's recap these bets and let's get these people out of here, man. Um, your, your bets are, you have a two team teaser. You have new Orleans down to one KC down to one two team teaser. You have Washington at Atlanta under 47 points. You have the Rams minus four, not plus four. I saw what you did there and I caught you. You're busted. You have the, (laughs) you, you have the Rams minus four and Denver first half minus one plus 105. I do like that one. And then your big bet, you have Seattle plus three on the road at San Francisco. And uh, I think if, for me, was was Seattle, I would wait to see if I could get that hook. 
I don't think you will. So um, my big my bets for the week, I'm taking Indy plus two on the road at Miami. I'm taking Carolina plus four and the under against the Cowboys under 50 and a half points. I have a teaser of Tennessee teased down to one point at the Jets. I have Tampa Bay teased down to giving up one point on the road at New England. And then my big bet, I'm teasing Green Bay down to minus half a point, and I'm teasing Baltimore up to plus seven and a half uh, in their game against Denver. So there you go. Um, I am going to DM this guy an answer to his question because it's a, it's a trade question. And uh, he wants to know for a flex, uh, Marquise Brown or you – know, we'll do it. It's the end of the show. Marquise Brown yeah, or Daryl Henderson. Um I'm going Daryl Henderson. The corners in Denver are not a joke. Fuller and Patrick Sertain Jr., uh, Daryl Henderson, uh, and then Gronk or Nelson. If Gronk goes, I'm going Gronk all day. Like I said earlier in the handicap of the of the Tampa, of the New England game, if Tom Brady's going to be looking to anybody for a touchdown this week, it's going to be Gronk. And I could just see Gronk not only getting one, but maybe getting two. So, uh, I would go Henderson over Brown and Gronk over Nelson. So, Second so there, there you go. There you go. So let's talk Survivor. You, you're not in any Survivor pools. I am. Yeah. So far to date, I have burned the San Francisco 49ers. I have burned the Denver Broncos against the Jacksonville Jags. Uh, so so far, I've picked on San Francisco against Detroit. Got home. Took Denver against the Jags. Got home. Went back to the the uh, Detroit well one more time and got lucky with Baltimore. And this week, I'm going Tennessee over the New York Jets. In my survivor pool this year, I'm going to do a lot of picking on the New York Jets, the Jags, and the Detroit Lions. Um, I told you guys I would continue to share these going forward. That's my survivor pick of the week is the Tennessee Titans. Uh, obviously, I have them in a, in a teaser leg. That's my conviction. So there you go, Dr. Kyle. Another good show in the books. Um, I do want to talk about one of your favorite things, though. One of my favorite things. What's hey, that? Brand Goods. <gasps> yeah. The new shorts. I knew it. Look, if 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 you're if you're listening in podcasts, go to the go to the the YouTube feed. Look at Dr. Kyle's face. The absolute <laughs> joy and enthusiasm on his this face. This is my Christmas as a kid face. It was it, when when I mentioned the new Hate Brand. Goat shorts, and I'll even make it easier for you. I know I spell the the website a lot, but I'll, I'll, if you if you go to see Dr. Kyle's face and you stick around a few seconds, you will see how to spell the website. It's the t h e h v i i i dot com, and if you use promo code Memphis, Dr. Kyle, you'll save money on your brand new goat shorts. Now these these are very colorful. These are very you. How do I not add them to my cart right now? How do you? How do you? Well, they're not. They don't go live until Thursday. If you're listening to this on podcast on Thursday, they go live. Doctor Kyle, what happens if you dally and quote unquote want to think about a pair of goat shorts from Hate Brand Goods, especially if you're in that corridor of medium, large, extra large? Just, just don't even, don't even bother trying. They go. They will sell out. They go. They're gone. Now they do restock some of the more traditional colors, the tobacco brown, the black. Um, but these these things are very colorful. They're called the wax cup. And uh, Dr. Kyle, you no, know, this is 3 p.m. Central Time, so that's 4 p.m. Eastern, right? 
Dr. Kyle, I know you have an alarm set on your phone. Where are you going to go at 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow? On the internet. And what, what website are you going to go to? The T H E hate H V I I I the H V I I I dot com. And what promo code are you going to use when you buy those shorts? Maybe something else. Uh, Memphis. Memphis. Like the city in Tennessee. Use promo code Memphis at checkout. You'll be looking like me and Dr. Kyle in the gym. You can check out my Instagram. I'm at Memphis185. You're at, if you want these DWZ, people checking. Uh, yeah, at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. On, on Instagram? Oh, no, nah, you don't want to see me on Instagram. No? It's yeah, you, you don't know how to use angles and lighting. You're not the best. No. Check me out. I'm always wearing a different pair of goat shorts in the gym. Hate brand goods, and the best thing is the joggers are coming back in stock. You didn't get the premium joggers. The premium joggers are where it's at. It's what I've been wearing to baseball practice on Saturday morning. They're a tapered jogger. They don't have, like, that cuff at the bottom. They just taper just right. Give them a little tug. They look amazing. Hate brand goods. Promo code Memphis at checkout. And, Dr. Kyle, that's a show. Woohoo! Another great show. We're slightly above 500 across the season. We're profitable. Today, you know, I think by the this way, this is a hard part of the season too. You know, I, I, it, it's, I just can't get both ends of my mojo going at the same time. Last yeah, week, la- last week I went one and four on on my bets, but I was off the schneid on props. I went three and zero oh in props. Oh, we hammered God. props. We we did great with props last week, and we'll be back with props this Sunday on Football Sunday School. That's where I've been dropping them. Been taking a little extra time, doing a little extra research, and stop by Sunday for Football Sunday School. One of these days when he's not on his 37th vacation of the year, Dr. Kyle's going to swing by. He's going to hang with us. It's been me. It's been Jesse from our Patreon. It's been Kyle. Uh, We'll get some more guys to hop in there with us soon. Uh, But, yeah, Dr. Kyle, lots of good stuff going on, man. Quarter of the way of the NFL season, we're going to blink, and it's going to be turkey day. Crazy. Crazy indeed. Well, anyway, on behalf of that man, his name is Dr. Kyle Bowser. You can find him on Twitter at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. My name is Memphis. You can follow me on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. And remember, here at the Fabulous Big Bet, we will remind you that money won is twice as sweet as money earned. Dr. Kyle, we'll see you real soon. Later, Memphis. And this segment is brought to you by ViridianGlobal.com. And that is the official apparel provider of the Dynasty Warzone merch. We have our t-shirts over there. We have our dad hats. We have our Jerry NWO themed hats. We have hoodies. We have Raglan's baseball season just kicking off. A Raglan is a baseball shirt where the body of the shirt is white and the sleeves are different colors. We got some some tank tops. We have our new working harder than an ugly stripper t-shirt and so much more. This is the brainchild of myself and our graphics guru Maddie, aka at Maddie Big Chest on Twitter. We have a ton of styles and you want to head over there and check everything out. You simply go to Viridian Global. That is V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N Global, ViridianGlobal.com. Search the Dynasty Warzone store, and man, you'll see all the t-shirts, hats, accessories, everything that we have available to you from a merch standpoint. They are a great sponsor, 
and we recommend you check them out today. That is the group over at viridianglobal.com. Thanks for checking them out. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. won a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak